It's time to transform your life through knowledge, creativity, and mastery. Delivered on the Focus 7 Daily Podcast with business expert and marketing guru, Lisa Fredrickson, you will hear interviews with some of the most thought-provoking mentors and professionals on a variety of topics. And now, your host and favorite learnaholic, Lisa Fredrickson. Good morning, listeners. Welcome to today's adventure. I'm Lisa Fredrickson, your host and incurable learnaholic. In this episode, we'll be discussing health empowerment. Your body has the ability to heal with the brilliant and quick-witted Dr. Denise Tropiet, wellness consultant and health empowerment coach. Welcome, Dr. Denise. We're so blessed to have you here with us today. Thank you for having me here today, Lisa. Denise, I know you've had a unique and challenging journey that led you to be so passionate about healing. Could you tell our audience a little bit about that? Of course, of course. A real pleasure to discuss with people how they can heal themselves. The way I healed myself and still healing, so it's in work in progress. Excellent. Uh, well, I guess it all started even when I was a little girl, always asking why, 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 and loving science. And so I can go back to even 1984 when I graduated college in the healthcare field, always worked in hospitals and clinics. Then I decided to go to graduate school, did that for a couple of years. And then I said, okay, what next? Then I went to podiatry school. I did that. I went to a four-year podiatry school specializing in the lower leg, foot, and ankle. Did a two-year residency in Salt Lake City in orthopedics and surgery. And then landed here in Las Vegas in 1993, in which I had a practice here for 25 years. Private practice. Yes, yes. And then it got to that point where I had to close it down. I just was so malaligned with what was going on in the medical field. Being in healthcare since 1984, I've seen the good, the bad, and then it got ugly. Uh And I see it because we can do so much more. We're in to help people heal. I mean, when you take a Hippocratic oath and you become a doctor, you know, it's doing no harm. And it's also what, what can we do to make your quality of life better? And I guess over the years, all I've seen is just that being reactive, not proactive, and then doing the least you can do to get people better. And that never sat well with me. Right. But like I said. And to not, uh, Sean, the Western medicine, that they do a great job. I have seen like you that it's become a prescriptive practice versus a proactive. And so I see that they're maintenancing health when, like you said, I think there's much more out there for our audience to reach for. Oh yeah, absolutely. Living in the era that we're in now, it's very dynamic in which we're seeing so many chronic conditions Mm -hmm. because of the environment, the foods we eat, Yes. our lifestyles. I mean, once someone is pre-diabetic, it doesn't mean that you have to be on medications and, you know, just doing all these things to just maintain it, but instead try to 
you know, get rid of it. Right. You know, or or keep it under control. So I think all the chronic conditions that I've seen over the years, dealing so much with diabetes, with the lower extremity. Um, oh, right, because you were yes. in foot and everything. Yes, yes. And oh, when my. I would see these diabetics and, you know, my long history of taking care of these people uh, from when they first saw me years ago, uh, you know, I had patients for like 20, over 20 some years, right. um, you know, usually if they're diabetics, they're my patients for life until right. something devastating happens and they wind up losing a limb or going blind, kidney failure. I mean, it's just, it's just horrible to see the body uh, get debilitated in that way. Yeah. That's almost and depressing. So, well, it, it it is. So I've done a lot of work with the uh, Lions Club, with the American Diabetes Association here in town. Wow. I did a lot of education with people, just getting the word out on the importance of diabetic foot care and uh, the complications thereof, because we have blindness, we have kidney disease, we have uh, coronary artery disease. I mean, the list goes on, the vascular implications. Yeah. So that's where I kind of got into that with really getting out into the community. And I've done it for years and I continue to do it. But now I do it in a little different space <laughs> because I can do it with the wellness behind me, with what I have to offer people now with helping them to regain and maintain their health. Well, no wonder you're so enthusiastic in this space. It has expanded how you can help to care for people. That's wonderful. So yes. tell us, your focus now is on the fact that we can heal the body. Can you give us an idea of what that might uh, tell for our audience? Because when people are shifting from the mindset of, of maintaining a disease to all the possibilities of healing, can we heal stuff even in our older age? And, and I'm not saying, you know, our, our late forties or fifties or old, but sometimes mm -hmm. we get that mindset that, okay, now we're in decline. What does it take to move us into having a, a vital life after that? Well, I look at it all as it's body, mind, and spirit. It's got to be all inclusive of those three big topics covers a lot of territory, mm -hmm. putting it all together to put the body back into balance. Yeah. And, really and that almost that sounds down. daunting to those who are used to, here's a pill, take two pills. So is it as daunting as it sounds? Well, not necessarily, because I think what it is, is that it is working with where you're at. When I have clients, everyone's at a different level of oh. wherever they may be, whether it's their physical, their mental, the spiritual, the mindset big word there, the mindset. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So everyone's at a different level. And when people are at different levels in their life, the age may play a part, the economy, environment. I mean, it's all, it all uh, matters. It all does not, you cannot have one thing without the other being affected. Yes. And so I start off with, what are your three top health concerns? Everyone has a health concern or a health issue. Yes. And when we start off with that, we get the dialogue going. And then you can talk about what are the foods you eat? How much water do you drink? 
What about exercise? Do you exercise or walk? I'm not going to even use the word exercise. Do you move your body? <laughs> you know, that's that. You know, do you do something? So it's basically looking at those things and separating them and making it to where it's doable. Once again, if I gave someone, you know, a 10 page manual and said, here you go, follow this, you know, that's overwhelming. Yes. Definitely. But if we start off slow, just like when I was very ill 20 years ago at age 40, everything started to crumble down. <laughs> yes. And I said, what am I going to do? So when I went to the cardiologist, who was a very good friend of mine, uh -huh. she said, what's going on? So when I told her everything going on to cause my heart issues, uh -huh. she said, well, I said, well, you know what? I'm going to go to yoga. I'm going to start yoga and I'll see you in three months. I'm not going on medications. So that was where my shift started. Right. Knowing that I need to do something to heal myself. So mm -hmm. for me, it was yoga. It was looking at my diet, the exercise, decreasing the stress level at the time. I mean, I had a lot going on. I mm -hmm. was a doctor, a mother, a wife, a daughter. A, you know, I, I was chief cook and bottle washer. So <laughs> that was when everything started going, just crumbling at age 40. I had just had my youngest daughter. Yes, I was older. And so I guess that played a part. So, you know, it is, it is what it is. And that was my wake up call to say, okay, so where do I go from here? So when people have approached you what are the top three that you're usually hearing? Well, typically it's weight gain. Okay. It's being pre-diabetic. Mm -hmm. And it's stress level. So stress, yeah. Yeah. Those are the three big ones. It's the weight gain telling me that I'm pre-diabetic and my doctor said, well, we'll check it in three months and we'll wait. Mm -hmm. like, well, what are you going to wait for? What are you going to wait for? You're going to wait for the uh, coma? Are you going to wait for you know your you to go blind? I mean, what are they going to wait for? Yeah, and, then and also the stress level and energy is the one I hear often too as well. That people have almost no energy anymore. It all goes with it. It all, it all goes, goes together. It. It all goes yeah. with it. Yes, it does. Because if you don't have any energy, because you're in fight or flight mode all the time. You're in that survival mode. We call it the sympathetic nervous system. And with the way our stress is in the lives we lead today, whether we turn on the news or go out and drive, we're having stress. And that stress puts you in fight or flight mode where there's a lot of cortisol being produced by the adrenal glands in which it is causing people to have stress, to gain weight, okay. you know, to have so fear. So for our audience, let's break down what you just said, because that's, I think it's a really important point. So if we have stress, we have cortisol. What is cortisol? Cortisol is a hormone that is secreted by the adrenal glands, which are two glands that sit on top of our kidneys. Yep. And that is for when we are ready for attack. We are ready for survival. That's mm -hmm. one of our most primitive responses. Like if we're out in the wild and we see a bear and we're mm -hmm. like, oh boy, we better run. What's going to happen is, is that you're going to divert the blood from the areas of the stomach and the brain and then just move and go. And that's okay. where the cortisol, the adrenaline comes from. Yeah. Adrenaline. That's another hormone that's secreted. So, so this... when we live in that fight or flight mode all the time, 
that's when we can't shut it off. Right. Cool. So, and I've heard that cortisol is also somewhat responsible for building that belt around our stomach area for fat. Yes. The metabolic syndrome, as we call it, the belly fat. Yes. Okay. And, and then, so my question here is that at what you're saying was attacking the spiritual side of and doing other things, we're coming back to our health from different viewpoints and stopping some of those cycles. Is that correct? Okay. Yes. 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 Because if you can slow down the mind, even by doing breaths, if you can listen to some frequencies, let's say, or or, or just some meditative music, you know, it, it grows from there. You build from there, listening to something that is very calming and soothing. If you think about happy thoughts versus not happy thoughts. So you cannot have, like one said, you cannot have love and fear in the same space. You can just have one or the other. So we're trying to now go into the more positive space. And that all comes with mindset. And that comes with doing positive affirmations and thinking happy thoughts and, you know, et cetera, so-called, you know, that type of thing. So I'll I'll give you a story during the uh, COVID time. And when that first started coming down and we didn't know where everything was, one of the things Mm -hmm. that I started was I got chickens. And by the way, if you listen to this podcast very long, you'll know that I have chickens. (laughs) And, but one of the things that was really cool was I would go in the morning and just sit with my chickens and they made this cute little noise. And I would just sit there and just kind of push everything out in the world because it was a little stressful at that point. And I'd sit there with those chickens and it changed a whole bunch about my own body. It was really weird because almost the whole day slowed down a little bit. Is that kind of what you're talking about? You can do it with different instruments, but that's, but is that what you were, you're talking about? Just one simple change? maybe. Absolutely. At once, and that's it. One simple change. Say if your morning routine, you get up at, right away, you put on the news, or you check your emails, or you're doing work right away, and it's start. You're starting to get into that whole vibe of a stress. Well, maybe what you want to do when you get up in the morning is go outside, go for a walk, do some meditation, do some listening to the music. You were out there with the chickens, have a garden, do your gardening, water your garden. It's yeah. going to change the because your body is listening. When I do my quantum energy presentations, I talk about how the cells are listening. The cells of your body are listening all the time. <laughs> and we're made up of 75% water. So whenever we are in a certain vibration, frequency, environment, our body Mm -hmm. is listening to all that. Mm -hmm. And when you have negative thoughts, your body's listening to that. So your cells are listening all the time. So watch (laughs) what you say and watch what you think. Oh, dear. Now I feel like the room's crowded. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. You mentioned three things of the other two categories. What do you think is something that our audience could do to change their life in those other two categories? We've mentioned walking and what about the other? Well, one is then the diet, what you're feeding your body. 
Mm-hmm. And it's important to become aware what are the foods that you're putting in your body and really have that mindfulness on that. Yeah. And it's very, Rome wasn't built in a day. So if you're drinking, you know, five diet sodas a day, I don't expect you to go cold turkey. <laughs> but what we need to do is we need to slowly change that whole paradigm of what you're doing. Right. At four o'clock, you're at your office and you have like this headache. Well, I, I would do the same thing when I was at the clinic or in my office. Four o'clock, what was I looking for? I was looking for, oh, do I have a chocolate bar? Or I need a coffee. I haven't drank soda in 35 years, so I don't do that. But I was a coffee drinker. Right. Or I like chocolates or the sweets. So what we need to do is really look at that diet from morning till night, how much water are we drinking? How much processed foods are we having? (laughs) How can we change a lot of that and substitute? You know, I'm not saying, you know, you have to become a nutritionist, no. No. But, But what you could do is you can make better choices. And that's where I work with people making better choices. You, you mentioned a really cool word substitute. And I know from working with people who have addictions and food is sort of an addiction, whether mm-hmm. it's good or yes. bad. And I know that if you substitute, you can deal with that addiction much better. So do you have ideas for people on what they can substitute on coffees and sodas and things like that? Yes, yes. If they, well, first of all, if they do sodas, especially if it's diet sodas, I mean, <laughs> once again, now you guys you can't see of... her face, but I can see Denise's <laughs> face and she just had this terrible grimace. So what's, what is it about diet sodas? I'm seeing you, you're grimacing even harder than with coffee. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Coffee's okay. Okay. Well, the thing is, is that I can recall in the mid eighties, when they came out with the Spartamine and very popular sodas came out on the market and knowing what the chemical makeup is of the Spartamine and how it could be derived from formaldehyde. I'm like, oh gosh, this is going to be a big problem because everybody's going to be preserving their brains. That's for sure. So here we are, fast forward almost 40 years later, seeing an uptick of dementia, autoimmune diseases, you know, the list goes on, right? Neurodegenerative diseases. So we know that there's a lot of toxins in our society that has caused a lot of the problems that we're seeing now. Yeah. And I just like to leave it very generalized. But I, I see it. The thing is, is that I saw it so many years ago, right? When I saw a lot of the TV dinners coming about, And, you know, a lot of the convenience foods coming about. And I came from a space of my grandmother being a Sicilian grandmother that just cooked like crazy and everything was homemade and fresh. And I remember watching TV with the dinners and my grandmother would be like, oh, my gosh, what the heck is that? You know, and so. I really had that contrast of seeing how we've gotten into this world of convenience and how now we're paying a price, you know, for it. In our health, yeah. In our our health, yeah. And the list can go on. I I wrote a a, uh, chapter I multi-authored in a book called Jaguar Medicine. 
And I brought all that to the table saying that I feel that with me growing up the way I did, I was able to see all this other stuff going on. And I was so aware of it, even as a little girl, 10, 11 years yeah. old. And just seeing all that because i was always so interested in science i researched everything <laughs> even when i was that young and even in my well, teenage years and then i saw all that yeah you fit right in with my learnaholic uh, personality <laughs> yeah exactly exactly <laughs> so getting back to i think what we're talking about is the fact that what we can do is we can start substituting like say if you know you drink x amount of sodas a day four sodas well you know what now do it to three, but now drink more water, maybe put some um, fruits in there, infuse it, infuse uh -huh. the water. If you need to drink some juices then dilute it down, yeah. cut your amount of sugar. And it's going to take you a while to get off those sugars, but that's okay. Cause after a while you can need to do it slow rather than do it very quickly. Cold turkey. Yeah. You know, um, one of my, one of my favorite ways to do it is to make up a whole bunch of hibiscus tea and add a little peppermint into it and then use that in water with a whole bunch of ice. Yeah. It's just so refreshing versus some of the diet sodas and other things. And well, that's just it. Mm-hmm. And, and I know that although we won't go into coffee, but I know that coffee has a lot of other elements other than caffeine in it that are, can be damaging. And, and so even drinking six cups of coffee a day is probably not a good, good idea either. No, like I enjoy my coffee. I have organic coffees and I drink my one cup in the morning and I call it good. Yeah. You know, so that's okay. So I mean, lots of I, things I in moderation. Yeah. That's the way it is. Yeah. Moderation. I think in moderation and then also becoming aware of what you are eating. And of course, you know, the, the sugar content, yeah. the sodium content, the fat content, the good fats, the bad fats. I also talk to people about fats that kill and fats that heal, yes. you know, because the killers are in your fast food fried foods, that sort of thing. And yeah. I have not eaten fried foods, oh gosh, years upon years. So, I mean, I stay away from that. And I, I mean, my diet has just over the last 25 years even has changed yeah. to the point where you don't even desire that food anymore. Am I vegan? No, yeah. but I can have a little bit of red meat when I want. Also chicken, a fish, but majority of the time I'm eating fruits, vegetables, salad. That's kind of just my go-tos. Yeah, that's awesome. So before uh, we wrap this up, do you want to tell the audience what you do in your practice, how they could contact you and where to find you on the web? Sure, sure. Well, uh, being in this wellness business for probably a good a good 12 years now. Mm -hmm. I've really dabbled with a lot of different uh, companies, researched a lot of products. Mm -hmm. You name it, I've, I've researched it. And, yep. if you, and if I have, don't know what it is, I will research it. So where I am now is I've, I have come up with a product line, a lot of different products that I call them foundational products. They really are there for the foundation of your health. Mm -hmm. One being, how do we improve your circulation? Okay. Because without circulation, 
getting to your organs and cells, mm-hmm. you can be in a lot of trouble no, not exactly. having proper circulation. The next thing I look at is how do we strengthen the immune system and keep ourselves healthy where we can combat a lot of the things that are in our environment, bacteria, right. viruses, etc. So we have to have a little barrier around us there. And then the other thing I delve into is quantum products, quantum energy products, actually products that have frequencies built into them to help to realign the body. Okay. And some people may need more explanation on that. There's plenty on the website. Uh So pretty much in the website, I've broken it down into three categories, circulation, immune strengthening, and quantum products. My website is known as balancethedivine, all one word, dot com. And people could go there. They can also schedule consults with me Mm -hmm. in which we'll do an hour consult and really delve into what are your needs? What is the importance you have for your health, your top concerns, like we talked about, where are you at now? And Mm -hmm. where would you like to be? And it takes a while. That's okay. And that's where the journaling and the progress comes in to see what product is going to be, you know, the best, you know, for you and what you're going to need at that time. So that's pretty much where I go. Cool. Well, we sure appreciate you lending your wisdom and all of the other information that you've brought here. What we want to leave with our audience is that you can heal your body. Even at any age, you can heal your body. And the body is really quite amazing at what it can do to restore itself, given the proper circumstances. And Denise is excellent at what she does. Check her out at her website. We will definitely have you back on the show. One of my my dreams is to get a whole panel of health experts together and just have a fun discussion about what you were talking about with food. I myself have kind of been on a journey and, and come back around to preparing all my food by myself, which is quite a task, but it's quite rewarding and definitely helpful in health and mental health and spiritual health as well. So we thank you listeners. Please check out her website. It'll be at the very beginning of of the podcast and under the information. Well, folks, it's that time in the show when we count our blessings for being together and thank the Lord for providing us with talent that enlightens the mind and inspires the soul. Till next time, remember that life is an adventure teeming with majestic mountains of experience waiting to be explored and rivers flowing with wisdom, beckoning us to drink deeply from their cool waters. Thank you for sharing in our adventure. Stay safe, God bless, and have a wonderful day.